Hi, everyone, and thank you so much for joining us today on The Social Media Chef. It's me, Chris Tompkins, coming to you live. On today's show, we have some wonderful information on Twitter. Are you having problems marketing your business on Twitter? Well, I am going to give you some top tips to just level the playing field, so to speak, to help you better engage people on Twitter, as well as how to tweet and engage with people around your business. Say you're looking for a local Twitter campaign. I'm going to show you how to do um, some quote-unquote backyard tweeting. And then in the third segment, the cooking segment, we're going to go into the kitchen and I am going to tell you how to make a wonderful Passover-friendly dessert that you can share with your family this holiday, which is coming up in just a matter of days. I can't believe it's already um, Easter and Passover season. Ah, This year's going so fast. Join me right after the break, and we're going to dive right into Twitter and help you figure out ways to better engage on the social media show. Okay, if you're like me, you're getting a little bit tired of always talking about one aspect of marketing, which is social media. Now, I love social media, don't get me wrong, but there's a lot of other things that um, businesses can use just like mine and yours to build their businesses using marketing. So that's why we created The Social. The Social is not exclusively a social media group. It's about a bunch of people internationally getting together to talk about marketing ideas and sharing trends, tips, tactics, strategies, and also helping one another build their businesses. Follow us on Twitter, at The Social Go, to find out more about what we plan in the future what type of events we're going to be. If we're going to be in your neighborhood, you have to follow us in order to find out. We have a television show coming out, and our website will be up in no time flat. So you need to go on Twitter, follow at The Social Go, and learn how you can get involved in this brand new community. All right, folks, thanks so much for joining us after the break. Uh, if you are new to the show, welcome. Uh, we come live to you every Wednesday at 1 p.m., and I like to talk to you and discuss a few different topics. I like to focus on social media marketing, and also uh, we have our kitchen segment, which we talk about cooking and baking and what's cooking in the social media chef's kitchen. If you would like to listen to any of our archive shows, I really welcome you um, to find them on iTunes. You can download our podcast. And also, you can check out servefreshmedia.com. Servefreshmedia.com has a plethora of items that you can download, you can engage with, and share that will teach you about social media marketing, as well as all of my past recipes. There's lots of blogs, there's downloads, there's ebooks, there's videos, there's lots of information there. So please get on there, enjoy it, and also comment. Leave me comments on the posts and feel free to share any of the information that you find there. It's I am a big fan of putting information out there that everyone else can benefit from. So go ahead, share it, put it on your blog, tweet it out to the universe, put it on your Facebook page, share away. 
Uh, also, you'll see if you go to surffreshmedia.com that on the right-hand side, we have a new iPhone app. I really, really suggest that you check that out. It's free for a limited time. You can download that app, and it has all of our archive shows, our past, our past recent blog posts, as well as exclusive pictures. We have a QR scanner as well. Um, there's lots of really great uh, extras in that. So, And you can also engage with our Facebook tweet or Twitter feed. There's lots of great stuff. So check that out. And um, if you have a topic that you would like me to cover and discuss on the show, or you'd like to be a guest, or you have a product, a cooking product, or a cookbook, or even a social media book that you'd like me to review on air or discuss on air, please get in touch with our production team at info at surffreshmedia.com. And as always, tweet me at The Social Chef. Now, the business is taken care of. Let's talk about Twitter. I don't know what it is about Twitter. I don't know if it's the 140-character limit or the fast pace, but a lot of us, a lot of business people, their eyes glaze over and they get really silent as soon as you bring up Twitter. Okay, how do I know this? Well, every day I speak to people and I'm engaging with people online, but I also speak with prospective clients and current clients um, of my firm, Go Media International, which is a social media marketing firm. And, you know, what I see time and time again is that Twitter is something that people do have a block on. And I completely understand it because I think with every every difficult advancement, technologically speaking, uh, people do have blocks. You know, can you remember back in the back in the day, really back in the day? And it's so funny. You know, you think about this could be like this could be 15 years ago and how different the world was 15 years ago. We wouldn't even be talking about this. I wouldn't even be able to be speaking with you and you wouldn't be able to listen to me on iTunes or on your iPod when you're driving to work. Um, it was a different world. So think about when email came out and how a lot of people were naysayers about it and people did have a block. And it's funny, it, it, funny story. I still find people that have email blocks. <laughs> Obviously, you can guess generationally who those people may be, but at the end of the day, people still have blocks. So when Twitter came about, and you know, obviously there's blocks with Facebook and whatever, but Twitter is probably one of the most um, confusing uh, social media sites that are, that are out there because people think like, how the heck am I going to use this to market my business? How is this going to work for me? And what I what I want to kind of help you through here is the value of Twitter and the reach of Twitter and how effective it is at positioning you as an expert. Now, um, rather than grab a, an example out of thin air, let me just think about um, the social media chef because you're listening to the show, right? So when I went in and we were designing, my team was designing the um, Twitter account for the social media chef, what we wanted to do was we really wanted to brand everything um you know, obviously to carry on the branding of the website and everything else. So we wanted to use the logo. We wanted to use the colors. We wanted to use the tone because my tone is I want to be friendly. I want to be helpful because, to be quite frank, that's how I am. So I wanted that to carry over onto my Twitter voice. Whenever you're engaging online, no matter what it is, you do have a voice. So your company will have a voice. Your spokesperson will have a voice. So for me, Go Media has a voice, the social media chef has a voice, and I have a voice. So there's different things that you have to think about in terms of tone. But if you're dealing with uh, Twitter, once you get all of your branding correct, then you want to see how you can use it. Now, this is my number one tip, and this is a great tip 
and please use this. Once you get everything together on Twitter and you create your account, which is not that hard, very, very simple, see what your competition is doing. See what everyone that's in your space is doing. See who's following them and who they are following and learn what that means. See what level of engagement, meaning are they are people talking to each other or are they just tweeting, 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 and then no one's retweeting anything or sharing with their network. No one's mentioning them. No one's, you know, giving them any sort of shout out at all. You know, do they have five followers? There's lots of different things that you need to take a look at. Take a look at how they're interacting. Now, I'm not saying do that and copy their strategy because that's ridiculous. Because you wouldn't do that like, okay, well, well, Burger King's just done that with McDonald's in terms of the menu. But um, generally, that's not a great idea. So just see how they're doing it. And then that will make sense, I think, when you go to do your own because you'll see how they're doing it. And if you can choose maybe five direct competitors or three direct and two indirect, just come up with five different people there within your space and really do an audit of how they're using it. And I think that that is a great way to break that block because then you can see how other people in your industry are reaching out on Twitter, how they're engaging, what they look like, and the level of success that they're getting by their numbers, by their level of interactions, and that sort of thing. Now, that's my number one Twitter tip. Um, I think that that's a really great way to get started. But a lot of us want to focus more on a local market. Now, um, I want to get back after this break, and I want to talk to you about how to really focus on a local market when you're, um, when you're tweeting. And there's some really great um, websites and online tools that I can supply to you here in the next segment that will help you make it just so much easier. So it takes a lot of the thinking out of it. So after the break, we'll be talking about Twitter tools on The Social Media Chef. People need the basic necessities of food, shelter, and a sense of self-dignity. The Riverfund New York offers programs that are designed to help meet these needs in a safe and supportive environment and support and affirm all people regardless of age, sex, ethnicity, religion, and sexual orientation. Their numerous volunteer programs, outreach programs, and more help really truly empower people that are near or below the lines of poverty. If you would like to make a difference today, visit them online at riverfund-ny.org. Again, that's riverfund-ny.org. There are no throwaway people, and every dollar helps. This is a very, very important cause and something that you can make a difference in today. So go to online at riverfund-ny.org. for joining us after the break. We are Twitter crazy today on the Social Media Chef with me, Chris Tompkins. And so we've now broken your block, hopefully, uh, with how Twitter will work for your company and how you can market your business on Twitter, or at least 
give you an idea of where your starting point should be and how you can really check out by viewing your competition how they're using it to make sense of how you could use it. And also, let me tell you, on the website, surfreshmedia.com, if you do the search for uh, Twitter topics, there's a gajillion different articles and tips that I have on there on how you can better market your business. Twitter is such a huge subject. I'm trying to pick and choose on today's show of what we can cover. So there's a lot more out there. So please check it out on surfreshmedia.com. If you have Twitter questions, please ask them to me via Twitter. How about that? Using Twitter for the first time, let me know, at The Social Chef. Now, a lot of us, you know, you say you're, so you're tweeting away on Twitter about your latest blog, you know, posting links to industry-related articles, engaging with people, you know, and so forth. You followed some people, um, some of your favorite folks, so to speak, tweeted about your favorite place to eat sushi, and others now following you. Okay, like the dentist in Calgary and the life coach in Scotland. But what about the people that are around your business? You know, if you have a local business, you really want to engage with people that are around your business. So, for example, if you're a restaurant that's based in Tampa, Florida, and half of your audience is in Europe, that's not exactly going to put bums on seats and get people through that front door. So you need to change your focus completely. Now, with my business, I we service everybody in um all over the world. So we don't need a client that's based within our city. It can be in another country. But if I was selling, if I had a donut shop on the corner, I'd be wanting to get people in to buy my donuts when I'm making them every morning. I want those people driving past on their way to work to pop in and get a coffee and a donut. So you want to be able to reach those people. So I have 10 tips on how to do that. And some of these tips have websites associated. So um if you can't catch them all, this this all this information is on surfreshmedia.com, the website. Um, I have it on the 10 tips for backyard tweeting. It's a popular article on there. So check that out if you need any of the um, spellings for any of these. But uh, the first thing that I would suggest is using the Twitter search. You can use the Twitter search. It's You can see it. It's plain as day on, on Twitter once you're logged in. Type in your city's name. And access a, and you can access a list of Twitter users in your region. If you go for an advanced search, this could find people within a 15-mile radius. So use the search function to search geographically on Twitter. The second one is um, do a simple Twitter search for people tweeting about your area. And you can do that by using a hashtag. So, for example hashtag Tampa will turn up everybody on Twitter that's talking about um, Tampa. So you can take a look at them and see if, they're, if, they, if you want to follow them or not or if they would be a good, you know, a prospective customer. Who knows? But that will be a great way of finding people within your geographic region or people that are talking about it. Um, another great way of doing it is there's a site called Twello. And it's, think about it as the Twitter yellow pages, okay, Twello. Um, it's exactly what it sounds like. It's a listing of Twitter users. You can access your region by clicking on Twello Hood, then your location on a map, or you, or you can just type in your city and state, and sometimes your zip code. I don't know if they still have that feature, but it's wonderful just for seeing who's um, listed locally in your area. Another one is follow Twitter trending topics. 
um, you'll see on your Twitter, Twitter page that you can choose a city that's close to you, and then you can watch the topics within that city. So check that out. Another one is Nearby Tweets and GeoFollow. Now, these two sites offer constant listings of your local Twitter pals and their tweets. Um, and GeoFollow lets you bulk follow. Now, just on a side note here, um, bulk following is not something that I really push or heavily suggest. Um, what that means is that you can go and you can find a list of people and then follow thousands and thousands and thousands of people at once. Well, Twitter will obviously limit you, but the problem is that their heightened security will suspend accounts for excessive following. So you just want to be careful. You want to find people that are targeted. You don't want to just follow bunches of random people. I mean, if you want to do that, you're gambling with your account. So just wanted to say that. Another great way to find local people is a tweet up. Okay, what is a tweet up? It's a meetup offline of nearby Twitter friends arranged via Twitter. So how do you find these elusive group blind dates? Uh, try Meetup, um, which is a site uh, that has a special section for TweetUp. So it's meetup.com. Um, Twitbyte, which is T-W-T-V-I-T-E. It's a site like Evite, but it's for Twitter, obviously. And um, by searching TweetUp geographically on Twitter search, you can even do a Google search for a tweet up in maybe your city. So tweet up Tampa and see what comes up. I'm not saying that you maybe if you um, if you come from a smaller town, I don't know if that would happen, but you can always uh, arrange something. And it's, it's a lot of fun. It's almost like a networking thing. Um, you can also do those if you're running a contest. So you can say, hey, tweet up at my uh, donut shop. The 10th person that comes to our tweet up will get free coffee or everyone gets coffee if they say this hashtag or you, there's different things that you can do. So another thing you can do is um, local tweeps. That's local T-W-E-E-P-S. Um, it started as a localizing site utilizing the hashtag. This one allows you to register and allows others to follow you or click on your website. And you can search by zip code. Also look for apps. There's loads out there that can help you, um, that will plug into your Twitter and will help you out, um, find people locally. Another thing is Twitterholic. Um, it's not affiliated with Twitter, but it will um, help you find the top users in your area. And also, um, the final the final 10, because I'm getting the, the high sign that I'm running out of time, is search the list of your local followers and those that follow, uh, that you follow in town. So this search is bound to yield some like-minded locals, especially if you're creating a local list, see who they're following, and see if you can actually get some people out of their network as well, and you know, see if there's anybody useful that you can add. Those are my 10 local um, Twitter tips, <laughs> or tweeting tips. That's, I mean, everything with Twitter is a tongue, tw a tongue twister. Okay, no more teas, please. Um, after the break, we are going to talk, we're going to go into the chef's kitchen, and we're going to talk about a perfect Passover dessert. So you've been listening to The Social Media Chef, which I have to thank you for. Um, I really enjoy doing the show. And one of the things that I like to tell everybody is, you know, it's not just about the show. It's about the community. And you can find out more about our community at our website, Social Media Chef Online. www.socialmediachefonline.com will have everything that you need to really get jump started 
in terms of marketing or in the kitchen. We have various stories of Twitter marketing, Facebook marketing, LinkedIn marketing, YouTube marketing. And are you getting in the kitchen? We have recipes for every different occasion, whether it be casual or formal. Even we have some alcoholic drinks on there that you can make yourself. But visit us online, social media chef online, and get the latest in downloads, more free ebooks, videos, and a lot more. We hope to see you there at socialmediachefonline.com. Okay, we are back after the break on The Social Media Chef, where I had to drink an entire bottle of water to get all the teas. My mouth was so dry after saying Twitter a thousand times. So I will no longer say it. I hope that the first two segments really helped you make sense of the site and that maybe you'll be able to target more local people and uh, get more bums on seats, as they say. Now, we're going to go into the Chef's Kitchen in this segment, and I'm going to reveal a really great, well, I like it, Passover recipe. That's a Passover dessert. You know, um, I grew up in a predominantly Jewish neighborhood, and being the only Catholic boy on the block, I was um, able to get the best of both worlds. I got all of the home-cooked Italian food, and then I was able to go to my friend's house and get the, the, the really delicious, oh, some of the food is just absolutely phenomenal. Most of it is actually. Actually, I just like food. <laughs> but, um, you know, I was uh, actually approached by a company called Negative Nectars, um, which you can find online. And they have a fantastic uh, range of honeys and oils and organic olives and just loads of delectable stuff. And they, they asked me if I would be interested in coming up with some Passover recipes that they could use on their website. Of course, I love doing that. I love being put on the spot to come up with some really great recipes, and I did. And one of the recipes that I came up with um, was the, um, I, you know, and this is great, it's, it's, a, it's an apple cinnamon dessert, and I cannot say it for the life of me. So if anyone can teach me how to say this, Charoset, <laughs> Charoset, I don't know how to say it. It's C-H-A-R-O-S-E-T. If you know how to pronounce that, please Tweet the pronunciation to at the social chef. I would really appreciate it. I've seen a million different uh, variations online, and I know I'm saying it wrong still. But this recipe is absolutely killer because it is healthy. Whoa, I love healthy stuff. I love healthy stuff that you can make yourself that has no preservatives, that's fresh, fresh, fresh. I'm not saying I'm beating on any sort of vegetarian or vegan or organic or any of those things. I'm not beating on any of those drums. I just really like homemade, preservative-free food. I guess I'm more of a, I'm banging on a preservative-free drum. Yeah, whatever. Um, let's talk about making this. This is so, this is so easy. It's so easy and so delicious, and it's actually something I was thinking about baking into a pie, but let's get into it, okay? All right, first off, first off, first off, let's go shopping. Um, I, you need some, you need a good quality honey, and you need about a half a cup of that, and that is going to be where most of your sweetness comes from. This makes this this doesn't sound like a lot of ingredients, but this makes a lot, folks. We're talking about if you're using this as a dessert and you're using little dessert cups or dessert dishes, you're probably talking around eight to maybe even ten, uh, probably at a push even maybe more um, servings. So this this 
this will feed a lot of people. Um, so if this is too much for you and you just have a small family, cut this in half. So get a good half cup of um, quality honey. I use the Desert Magic Pure Acacia Flower Honey from Negev Nectars, which was delicious. They have so many good ones. I got a eucalyptus one I'm dying to try, too. Um, but I don't want my, my uh, teeth to get too sensitive here. Um, two Granny Smith apples, two Gala apples, a half a cup of raisins. You can use golden raisins if you want to make it look a little bit brighter. I don't really care. I think regular raisins are fine. Um, Two-thirds of a cup of walnuts. Um, one and a half teaspoons of cinnamon and a half cup of Concord grape juice. You could also use a sweet wine, but I kind of like this to keep this as non, uh, obviously I don't want to cook with alcohol when I don't have to, so I like the grape juice option. So basically what you do is you core the apples and you dice them. Now, a lot of people are worried about knife cuts on these. I think that you can just go crazy. This is where you have your opportunity of making the dish look very unique. I think messy knife cuts on this just add to the charm and the, the home cooking type um, feel. Like you can you know that it's made by man, not machine. So chop all of those up. Um, once you get them all diced, Place them aside, and you want to get your um, walnuts and pop them in a Ziploc bag. I like a nice big Ziploc bag for these. Cover them up and smash them with a rolling pin. And you don't want dust, but you want bits, okay, because bits and chunks. And, again, this doesn't have to be uniform. Empty that out onto a baking sheet. Put it in an oven for 350 for about 10 minutes or until you start smelling the goodness of those uh, walnuts starting to brown. And when they're done, take them out and leave them to cool. Then get a big, nice mixing bowl, because you're going to have to mix this, and it's going to get sticky. Add all of the ingredients that you have. So add the honey, the apples, the raisins, the cinnamon, the grape juice, and mix it through. By the time you mix it through, um, your walnuts should be cool. You want them to be almost room temperature, so you might have to wait on them or take them off of the pan to cool faster, whatever you would like to do. And then dump them into the mixture and mix it all together. Then cover it and put it in the refrigerator. I like to leave it for two hours because I think it sets better after one or two hours. You can leave it longer or shorter, but it's best absolutely, absolutely ice cold. And um, you want, obviously, the honey to trigger some of those natural sugars in the fruit to come out. Then, before you serve it, you're going to have to turn it again because if you put it like, a, for example, what I usually do when I make something for the first time is I'll put it in a clear bowl to see how everything settles. So on this one, if you have a clear bowl, you'll see that all of the grape juice is going to settle on the bottom. So you want to give it a nice, good toss before you serve it again. Now, this is delicious, okay? We're talking the only thing that's really calorific in this um, besides the walnuts is the honey. So if you want to um, not use honey and you want to sub out maybe some um, agave or whatever, definitely use maybe, I would say, anywhere between a teaspoon and a half and then taste and see how sweet you like it. It should have a beautifully warm, gooey, delicious, fresh taste, but it doesn't last forever. So you want to be, I mean, in terms of freshness. So you want to use it within three to four days of making it. Um, because it might get a little mushy and, you know, eh, you don't want that. But if you've made way too much, say you've made this and you only use half of it, what I would suggest is getting um, a puff pastry or a roll-out pie crust that you can get frozen. Um, put all of these ingredients in it. I would add maybe um, a little bit more honey and maybe another tablespoon or so and um, bake it in the oven. I'm telling you, 
it should be absolutely delicious. This mixture is killer. I think the first time I made it, I got absolutely addicted to it so much so that I had to give it away because I didn't want to eat it all in one sitting. So I'm telling you, it's delicious, it's easy, and it's inexpensive. So try that out this Passover and let me know. If you choose this recipe, tweet me at The Social Chef. Join us after the break. Okay, let's be honest. Do you have a Twitter campaign that isn't going anywhere? Do you have a Facebook campaign that none of your target market is liking at the moment? Do you need some more engagement on LinkedIn? Or how about having some videos on YouTube that you just want more people to see? This is when you need to call Go Media International. We're an online marketing firm that offers crisp, fresh online marketing solutions. We do everything from websites to search engine optimization to keyword research to email marketing campaigns, online advertising, you name it. you got to check out our website. It's GoMediaOnline.com. Or if you want to talk to somebody about getting some help with your online marketing campaign, call us toll-free on 1-866-926-2636 for a free, no-obligation consultation. We have lots of ways to help you at Go Media Online. All you need to do is reach out. Visit us again at GoMediaOnline.com. All right, we covered a lot of things on the show today. I hope we helped you out with Twitter and will help you target your local tweets and that you have a new dessert to add to your Passover table. So to all the listeners, um, thanks so much for joining us today on The Social Media Chef with me, Chris Tompkins, and I hope that you and your family have a wonderful Easter and or a wonderful Passover. Until next week, this is Chris Tompkins signing out on The Social Media Chef. Bye.